so podcasting remotely can be challenging. And getting started can be daunting, but it doesn't have to be. Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution makes the process quick and painless, the way it should be. And we've been using Zencaster basically from the beginning of this podcast. And if you know us, you know we're obsessed with quality, and Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. Not to mention it's easy to use, which is a huge bonus for our guests. There's nothing to download, nothing complicated. They just click on the link and we all start recording. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy, and with everything from local recording to automatic post-production tools, you don't have to leave your browser to get the episode done. And we want you to have the same easy experience that we do for all of your podcasting and content needs. So if you go to zen.ai slash glee on the rocks and enter the promo code glee on the rocks, you'll get 30% off of your first three months using Zencaster. That's Z-E-N dot A-I slash glee on the rocks. And it's time for you to share your story. So we're off to Malleus Maleficarum. I strongly disliked this episode. <laughs> uh, this is the only episode of the whole season. Um, actually, the only episode up until now watching the show that I was just like, I can't do this and just like skip hmm. through parts of. Um, teeth and dead bunnies. Nah, uh, I'm out. I was going to say, is it because witches it's the teeth no it's it was the specific types of gore in the maggots okay. now mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the specific types of like i don't know the, the teeth got me i do i i do like that the backstory we, we got some backstory on ruby yes so um what we've got yeah, here is a, a coven of witches who have potentially killed people um ruby shows up to warn the brothers that the witches are too powerful and will surely kill them. And um, Dean tells her to fuck off because he hates her <laughs> and uh, try to go after the, the coven um, who obviously attack them because duh. And yes, we get her backstory that she was a human and a witch. Love it. Yep. I also liked the conversation about like, because Sam wanted to kill the coven and Dean was the one who was like, well, they're actually, they're women, they're, they're humans. humans. Yeah. And Sam was like, but they're murderers. And I wanted to be like, so were you. Yeah, really? Let's not cast some stones at glass houses there. Yeah. Like who, it, it's always an interesting discussion in every one of these seasons. It's like, who do you get to decide who to kill? Like which, which bad creature is bad enough to kill? Because these, they are murdering people, the coven here. Like, they're causing death, but so do you. So, but yes, the backstory, we learn that all demons were human once. And then Ruby does tell Dean about the, uh, what's coming for him in the pit. Yeah. This episode is also the first mention of Lilith. Ah, Lilith. Um, also generally regarded as a take on Charmed mm. was a TV show that aired at the same time that was mm-hmm. also about siblings battling evil, but they were witches. Mm. Apparently the book they used in this coven in this episode was the same one they use oh. on Charmed. That's either cool or weird. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I can't tell. So the, the supernatural fandom wiki says a spoof on it. Mm. Okay. So I don't know. The show's aired concurrently for part of their run. Okay. I guess I, an homage. Yeah, homage seems like it might because it wasn't really it wasn't like, funny. Yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't pulling humor out of it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I never watched Charmed. Charmed I, on the rocks. Yeah. I did not watch it either. I was not a big fan of witch content either. Mm. Which content art? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. That's why I don't pun. Do we... Some, some further trivia. Yes. Um, 
this episode was originally called Witch Hunt, and it was supposed to be a demon framing a group of women. But they decided the plot was too similar to Sin City, another episode in the same season. Oh. Mm. It's got to be really hard to keep coming up with ways yeah. to do stuff with demons. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> is the this is also the first time Dean sees Ruby in person. Really? Yep. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Dean sucks in this season, especially in the first half. Yeah. And we say that as Dean stands, like... Yeah. But this is just not... Nah. This was his... I know he's about to go to hell, and he's not feeling the vibes. He's not vibing it, vibing with it. I don't know how the kids say it. But, like, it's rough. But he's kind of a dick. Yeah. To pretty much everyone, but especially the women. Yes. Well, he's also got some daddy figure trouble in this next episode, Dream a Little Dream of Me, where Bobby falls into a um, coma after, um, what does he say? It's a a potion. Yeah. Poison potion. And his, he's in a coma he cannot awaken from. And he's battling personal demons, as we all do when we sleep. Who's had a good night's sleep in a year? Uh, um, I'm going to say roughly since March 2020. I would Not say that's <laughs> March, yeah. March 2020 yeah. is maybe the yeah. last time I've felt good. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it, it did make me laugh that we uh, early on come in like dean walks into a bar and sam is drinking alone at it and dean acts like this is a strange thing when like don't they spend half of their time not actively killing monsters just like sitting in a bar drinking whiskey yes i don't see them do it's either that or in a motel room looking at laptops occasionally at a diner but you ever see them charging their laptops no that's that's the real magic that shit would be dying constantly on the road yeah. And the Wi-Fi in a motel. Have you ever had good Wi-Fi in a shitty roadside motel? I mean, In 2005? Yeah, I was about to say, especially when this is set. What magic then, is that? I feel like most cheap motels were not offering Wi-Fi until like 2010. Yeah. Yeah. That's some demon work right there. <laughs> Maybe that's Sam's real demon power. That That's how it was manifesting. Wi-Fi and full yeah. battery. His little demon blood wasn't like a bomb was going to go off inside of him or something. It was free Wi-Fi and a forever charge. God, would sell power for that. I would too, honestly. Wow. We cracked it. Yeah. And now I'm just jealous. I am too. But yeah, we have have Sam sitting at a bar drinking alone Mm -hmm. and Dean, you know, coming in. Another angsty moment between the two of them as like part of the lead up to Dean ceasing to exist. (laughs) Cease to be. Yep. Yeah. I I like, I like a Bobby episode. I like a Bobby episode. Yeah. And a little backstory episode about why he became a hunter. Yep. Um, We had a little African dream route, a little dream walking here. With some Um, air in it. (laughs) It's um polyjuice potion. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. I love that Dean had to call Bella for help. You know how much that hurt. Yeah, so they they have to go into the dream world to talk to Bobby and get him to wake up. And in the dream world, Bobby is being attacked by the ghost of his wife. Um which sucks. Yeah. And Dean tells Bobby that he's like a father to him. <laughs> oh. Um, and this episode leads to my favorite scene of the entire season, mm. which is Dean versus Dean. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Dean, like, Sam and Dean both go into Dean's dream, mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know, he's, he, he yells some truths at himself. He does. that, And I love that Dean is his own worst nightmare. Yeah. I mean, we have the, the daddy's blunt little instrument thing where, like, Dean mm-hmm. is kind of force to face that like that's what he thinks he is yep um and then we have lisa and ben which 
again, sets up this concept that, like, low-key, what Dean really wants is just a life that is not being the blunt little instrument. Like, I feel like that shaped a lot of Fan and Dean. Mm -hmm. That his his desire was to eventually not be a hunter. Which is, like, that is not even Fan. That's, like, right in the text. Yeah. Yeah. In his dream, he... That's the family he doesn't get to have. Mm-hmm. How is that when anyone's talking about supernatural, like, oh, he wants to be a hunter? Like, but right there, several doesn't. times yeah. when the djinn has him, he's dreaming of not being a fucking hunter. Yeah. When he's taking a dream route and he's walking in his own dreams, he's not a fucking hunter. Like, and his own self is yelling at him about being as obedient as a dak dog and having his dad's and all these things that are not him. But no, the writers at the very end of the series are like, you're still a hunter and you're going to die at 40. Like what is wrong with you? Uh, That's so dumb. (sighs) No, we love the show. Yeah. But uh, Jensen acted the fuck out of that scene. He did. He's getting really good. He's yes, he is. And I was the one who was like, he's not that great early on. But, uh, (laughs) You were, I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready to retract it by this point. He's he's, <laughs> he's getting good. He's growing up, and I had forgotten about that scene until it came up, and I was like, "Ooh, all right, everyone and their daddy issues." Yeah, a um, lot of daddy issues. <laughs> love a good daddy issue. Bella does steal the colt, though. Yes. Whoops. I mean, is anyone surprised? Nope. Then we move on to three eleven yeah. mystery spot. I remembered the episode because, again, it's just like an X-Files episode. Yep. Uh, but I didn't remember the end of it. The the Not the end of it, but uh, I didn't remember the trickster. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so this was a fun surprise. Yes, this is the episode where um, Sam and Dean are investigating some shit, and then Dean is shot and killed. Yeah. Boom. Cut to commercial. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> surprise. Now, the real surprise would have been <laughs> Sam investigating <laughs> the rest of the show by himself. Yeah. Um, 16 years. For 16 <laughs> years. <just> Sam. <laughs> but no, he wakes up the yeah. next morning and Dean is alive and well. Because it's the same morning. It is Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> um. And he does this over and over, constantly trying to prevent Dean's increasingly bizarre deaths of getting smashed, crashed, bashed, shot, hit by a car, etc. I I enjoyed it. Like, this is a trope of sci-fi type Uh shows that I pretty much enjoy every time. Yep. This episode on the X-Files was called Monday. Yep. And here it is a Thursday. Yeah. But yeah, just a, a good episode. I did, I did write down. Like, he gets shot in the funhouse. A more realistic ending than backing into a piece of rebar. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yes. <laughs> yeah. All of these deaths were more realistic for him than backing into a piece of rebar. We're always going to be mad about it. And if you don't like that about us, you probably yeah. shouldn't listen to the rest of the podcast. And we're okay with that. We understand ourselves. Of um, we respect of all, you and us. Yes. Of all his many deaths, apparently Jensen Ackles said the death by taco was his favorite. <laughs> nice. Uh, Jared, meanwhile, hated this episode because he had to cry all week, and <laughs> it was quote emotionally taxing. Oh, boohoo. Yeah. Work for it. I did appreciate the trickster calling them out on their obsession with each other. Yes. Because they're, he's absolutely right. All of the bad guys know it. Yeah. Like, they'll know. Everyone knows. Because apparently there's, like, MySpace for bad guys. <laughs> yeah. That they're all on that WhatsApp group together. <laughs> they are. <laughs> there's a text group. Yeah. That they will do absolutely anything for each other, even when it's the bad move. <laughs> so they better watch themselves. Yeah. Um, and it does revisit the idea that Dean is already supposed to be dead. 
like the natural order mm-hmm. of things is that Dean should be dead. <sighs> Poor Dean. I'm trying to think. I didn't actually take a lot of notes on this episode. Just X Files and Trickster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And that it was funny. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was a good episode. It I was. feel like more often less notes for me means I liked it and was like <laughs> into the episode and didn't stop to nitpick. Right. Yep. I think this is like, I don't know, from 310 on, they're just better episodes. Mm-hmm. Because I also, well, there's a really good one coming up, but um, we get the, in, in 312, we get the intro to Lilith. Mm-hmm. We do. Which felt like it was kind of, I don't know, it, this is one of those like pacing things that I think the writer strike fucked up because yes. it felt like that would have been a good place to introduce her if it was a 22 or 24 episode long season. Yeah. Cause now otherwise, there's like four episodes. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're meeting the big bad with like four episodes to go. Yes. Yeah. I don't, obviously this was not the intention. Yeah. But um, the, um, the episode yeah. itself, they're, they're trying to get the cult back from Bella mm-hmm yep um she, unfortunately yeah she had other plans she did she got agent yeah. henrickson on the case yep whoops they get they get locked in a cell they get arrested yep um Which has happened like it's something they've done before but that is one of the more realistic things that supernatural could repeat because, like, no shit, the cops would keep being after them with all of the actual crimes they're committing. Yes. The the murder, the mayhem, yeah. the larceny, the credit card fraud. Yeah. The destruction they leave behind. The destruction of property alone, my God. Mm-hmm. They just wreck some houses. Yep. Mm-hmm. The fingerprints they leave behind. Yeah. Every time there's a dead body in these small towns, surely there are fibers and hairs and fingerprints. They're not that careful either. They bleed a lot. Yes. Like, a lot of blood. What is the the FBI's CODIS? Like, surely <laughs> CODIS is just chock full of Winchester <laughs> yeah. blood. Which, and then, wouldn't they be testing Sam's blood? And they're like, this is not right. You would think. Like, but... something about this blood sample is fucking yeah. weird. All right, and speaking of blood and also your points earlier about gunshot wounds to the shoulder, uh-huh. Dean gets shot in this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a thing. Yeah. The, um, who is it? It's like whether well, an FBI guy shows up who is yeah. uh, possessed. Yeah. Just shoots Dean. He's fine later, obviously. Yeah. None of these wounds have any lasting impacts. No one ever like, limps sam's shoulder is fine yeah. well, i want like an entire fic that's just like dean stopping one day and me like good god my back hurts my <laughs> no. shoulder aches like just them having to go to some small town for chiropractic yeah. work <laughs> yeah and like rehab to get yeah. an arm to lift above their head because his shoulder never healed like <sighs> Your rotator cuff is so delicate. If you got shot right through it, it the whole socket, it wouldn't work. I mean, I, stub- I, I sleep wrong in my hurts for a week. I sprained my ankle last year and it still doesn't work right. <laughs> like, it, I know when it's going to rain based on my ankle. Like, and these guys are out there getting their ass whooped, and their faces are still perfect. Yeah. No broken noses. No teeth. No knocked. teeth knocked yeah. out. Oh, my God. No, like, the black eyes don't last. I would love an episode of them, just, like, one swollen eye yeah. shut. Like. <laughs> they just, like, can't go into town. Yeah. They, yeah, would have to explain. Or just, like. No broken knuckles. Know. Stopping by a pharmacy because one of them needs like gauze. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the realism I crave. I was watching A Quiet Place too, and them having mm-hmm. to go get supplies from a pharmacy, and just imagining, yeah, getting some hydrogen peroxide and neosporin. Like we're fine. It's just they just have to restock on liquid band aids. Yeah, 
some butterfly bandages and I don't know tweezers for getting shrapnel out. No scars, nothing. Nope. It's just rude. Come on, realism. Make it um, hurt a little and make it last. <laughs> make it hurt. <laughs> That's how you know younger women are watching these shows. Like, yeah. Make it hurt. I want to see that wound later. <laughs> Don't show me the teeth, but I want to see it bleed. Yeah. And then I want to see a nice, strong angel <laughs> put him back together. <laughs> this is this show is me the healing. Yeah. Show me the pain. Show me the yep. hurts, and then show me the comfort. It's right there in the trope title. Yeah. What is not obvious? Yeah. <laughs> We've made it so easy for them, and they've just fucked it up the whole way. What's what? They just what, can't get it right. Can't get it. This is why we have to do it for them. Yeah, and and, and supernatural fans really do. We do. Look at a hundred thousand thick. Congratulations to all of you supernatural fans out there for hundred thousand dusty elfix. And yeah. congratulations to Misha himself, who seems probably. to take this as a point of personal pride. I mean, honestly, he probably wrote a couple hundred of them himself. Just had to push him over the finish line. Yep. So, uh, the episode, though. <laughs> yes. So we have this whole episode where we're getting to know. It's like, it's a little bit of a bottle episode in that most of what we see are a small group of characters in... In the, oh my god, I can't think of the place. <laughs> Colorado? Um, no, I was going to say the station. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So we, we see these, you know, th- this group of people in the station. Um, and we're, we get to know them a little, like, Nancy is the only one whose name I remember. But um, Oh yeah, I don't remember their names. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, we multiple conversations with these characters, which... Mm-hmm. Can only mean something horrible is going to happen. Yeah, basically. If you know their name, they're going to die. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this a little more about Ruby, a little more about Lilith. Mm-hmm. And we meet yep. Lilith at the end. We meet a, uh, a, a small child. Yes. <laughs> named Lilith. Hi. Yep. I really love the potential of Lilith. Mm-hmm. As, I mean, obviously, I just I just love a creepy kid. Yeah. This, yep. Uh, this this season really provides that, um, but not enough. No, sadly. So yeah, uh, Lilith shows up at the end, and after Dean and Sam have saved the day, she kills everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like all right. Boom. You they tried. did all that work too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Um, and then they have the confrontation with Ruby where Ruby like shows up and basically says like, should have done it my way, which really should have. Mm-hmm. If you wanted the situation to improve, mm-hmm. should have let Ruby do her plan. Dean can't listen to a woman. He really can't. And especially not a woman who is um, challenging his, I don't know career field i don't know how <laughs> right. to say that challenging yeah. station a- within authority his, yeah yeah he does not want to see a woman equally strong equally smart mm-hmm. and trying to reach their own end that right. doesn't coincide with his mm-hmm. yep and she's evil because she's a, a demon never mind that he's the one with a soul that's been sold Right, like, he's the one off to hell. Which yep. I think he's probably a little sore about. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little prickly on that topic. A little prickly on that. He's not, he's maybe subsuming a few things about mm-hmm. that little problem. It's maybe sublimating. Um, but we, we do go from this, like, somewhat serious end where <laughs> Sam and Dean accidentally got a bunch of people killed to... Mm-hmm. Ghost Facers. Was this your favorite episode? It was probably tied with bedtime stories. Okay. Yeah. Yep. This this was my f- 
I think this was my favorite episode. It just has one small problem with it. Oh. Yeah, they kill the gay. Yeah, um, that's definitely my biggest issue. Yeah. Uh, Corbett and Ed deserved a happy ending. I know. It, and it I'm was s- also Ted from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which <laughs> it took me forever to realize. And I was like, hey, it's Ted oh, from Schitt's Creek. I knew Creek. he looked familiar, but yeah. Yep. Huh. I know. I thought that was funny. Um, it's like, I recognize that little jaw. Yeah. But yeah, they. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to assume that Ed is, is actually gay. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Naturally. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So this episode, um, at the beginning of it, they actually mentioned the writer strike. Yes. <laughs> which yes. is some, some some meta stuff there. Yep. Uh, which means this was written after that. Yeah. So that's kind of where the break happens if you mm-hmm. trying to figure out the timing. But yeah, so the ghost facers are, are, they have their pilot for the reality show that I guess we are watching the pilot. I think so. Um, yes. Cause it's got the, the ghost facers group with like Ed and Harry and then Sam and Dean are shown like as part of the group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a fun episode except for Corbett breaking my heart. I know. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like this episode was a nice uh, break in tone, which kind of makes sense considering there would have been a break in actual episodes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if this happened before or after Lilith, if like that was the break number 12. Oh yeah. I don't know. Like if she showed up and then it was like, Oh no, that's the, so let's see. Um, this episode aired. Ghost Facers aired April 24th, 2008. And the previous one aired February 21st, 2008. So there was like mm-hmm. a two month break between those. Mm-hmm. It might've been. Yeah. Although there's often like a, um, a break in the middle. Is it usually too... I don't know. I'm, I'm used to like December hiatuses. Mm, mm-hmm. And it looks like it was airing regular weekly. Yeah. 14th. There was a big gap between fresh blood and a very supernatural Christmas. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple okay. gaps. So yeah, it looks like the writer's strike was kind of messing around in here. I don't actually remember when the writer's strike happened. November 5th to February 12th. Okay. Yeah. So I guess they were like the February episodes would have been airing once that they had already. Mm-hmm. Well, you would have had to write and then film. Mm-hmm. So Ghost Facers would have been that after. after. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes, makes yeah, yeah. So that makes sense here. So Justin Bellow, which is funny that they named it that because then yeah. all the conventions are named Justin Bellow. Um. Yeah, I really li- I, I like this episode. It's, it's a bottle episode, sort of. Yeah. It takes, like you said, it takes a different tone. It kind of pulls you back out of... Although, I can see why some people wouldn't like it, because you do... You're so far removed from the tone of Lilith. Yeah. But I love these kind of more season one supernatural episodes that are yeah i like the standalone ones and i like the Mm -hmm. ones that have a couple of layers to them Mm -hmm. yep and i i like i like the visual of sam and dean rolling up in baby pretending to be cops (laughs) all badass until ed and harry recognize them Mm -hmm. like hey it's you guys like oh shit (laughs) um and i I mean, it's creepy of the idea of this bad guy like bringing dead bodies back to the house to play with mm-hmm. because he's bored and alone in this house. Um, but it it does suck that Corbett is yeah this poor gay kid is the one who's murdered and ghostified like oh I mean, and as much as I loved him like it does really 
go back to this is not the season if you're a woman. It's nope. not the season if you're not white, and it's not the season if you're not straight. Nope. There's a I got some I just wonder if they knew they were doing that or if it was so oblivious. I, I, I think if they had a writer's room full of straight white men, they were probably oblivious. Yeah. I like to think so anyway. It's almost easier yeah. if they're oblivious. Or they were falling into that uh, behavior of, oh, we're including women and minorities. Uh-huh. We have to have some characters die. Like not, you know. Yeah. Not really acknowledging that all the ones that are dying are basically the, mm-hmm. the women and the minorities. Yeah. And it's like really the power of unrequited gay love saves the day. That's how you're going to. Yeah. Like, well, that that is a, that is some foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> they knew all along. Like, come on. You learned nothing in 16 years. Oh. That is some terrible foreshadowing. Shit. Horrible. I yeah. don't like it. Take it back. I don't want it. Yeah. Take this dinner back. It's terrible. No, thank you, sir. I will make my own. <laughs> Pull up AO3. I was just going to say, it takes yeah. this fic right over. <laughs> yes. I'll bring my 200 word, thousand, 200,000 word fic right over. Um, <laughs> fuck you guys. So we move out of a Monster of the Week episode into 3 by 14 long distance call, where mm-hmm. Dean gets a call from Papa John's. this this episode felt so weird because like it felt like the technology was dated but while they were also making a point that the technology was dated right so many people using actual phones and just i don't know even the references that like reach out and touch somebody Mm -hmm. i was like oh this feels very early 2000s yes Mm-hmm. Like, what is this ghost gonna, like, yeah. DM me now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I... I think it's interesting that Dean would even consider that John is on the other end of that phone. Yeah. It seems unrealistic for his character, who doubts yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. He does have the daddy issues, though. He does. So what's happening is people are getting phone calls from people who are already dead. Which is a fairly, that's a cool supernatural thing yeah. to happen on a TV show. I feel like they um, could have done better with the episode, but they were also yeah, in a lot of, I don't know, a lot of, of the, the feelings about Dean mm-hmm. dying. Yeah, because we've also got Sam wanting to summon mm-hmm. Ruby to try to find a way to save Dean. And that's when Dean tells Sam that Ruby already told him that there's no way to save him, which pisses Sam off that Dean talked to Ruby about the thing and didn't tell him this little mm-hmm. triangle of who's talking to Ruby about what, even though Dean hates Ruby. Yeah. Um, I mean, if so. I were Ruby, I wouldn't want to be telling Dean things either. I know, right? And everyone thinks, and Dean thinks Ruby's a liar anyway, so why does he believe her about this? And Sam believes Ruby, but knows that Dean thinks Ruby is a liar, so it's a very complicated, like, who believes Ruby today? Um, Yeah. So, uh, the voice of Papa Winchester on the phone, um, calling Collect, has uh, says that he knows who the demon is who holds Dean's contract. Um, and that's the contract that he sold his soul to the Crossroads demon. So apparently uh, the Crossroads demon isn't actually the person who holds your soul. They're just the one who makes the deal. They are the retail the broker. worker. <laughs> the broker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bank owns your house, but the broker sell, I don't know. And that John somehow knows that if Dean breaks the deal, Sam dies, which is this whole thing that. I mean, I had an issue with that conversation. It's the same issue I have with a lot of conversations and shows, which is like, if you know you're talking to someone through some sort of supernatural means that will probably not last, just get the words out. Mm-hmm. 
let's let's not dance around what's going on. Yeah, just say it. Say it fast. <laughs> Do it quick before the, yeah. the supernatural line cuts out. And and at some point Dean finds like evidence of demonic omens that have been following him around for, for the last couple weeks. And I it seems to be because like the clock is ticking, perhaps, or mm-hmm. something. And I liked that uh, Dean admitted he was uh, scared. Yeah, that was because nice. he should he should be. That was that was some nice feelings. He'll admitting some feelings here because it's about goddamn time. Mm. But I didn't have a lot else on on this episode. Yeah, there was a lot happening, but nothing. I did I did make another note about them calling women bitches way too much because this oh, episode was also yeah. not a good one for it. No, not great. Not great, Dean. Yeah. Or yeah, Sam, um, either one of you. And we go from that into the next to last episode of the season, which feels shorter as we're talking about it than it did actually to watch it. Yeah, wow. it really caught up on me. Because I was telling you, yeah. like, oh, I'm on this episode. I'm getting close yeah. to the end. And I was like, wait, nope, this is in fact the end. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. But yeah, we have Time is on my side, episode 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet Rufus in this episode. Yes. I like Rufus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the, the the basic plot of it is something is surgically removing body parts. Uh, zombies, according to Sam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or according to what Sam tells Dean. Uh, but then, of course, John Winchester's all-knowing journal gives them the actual answer, and it's Doc Benton who found a way to live forever. By just replacing his yes. body parts. Which Sam thinks that they can do to Dean. But, and I, that seems like a very badly thought-out plan. I'm baffled that Sam was like, we'll just keep replacing your yeah. body parts. Also, where would you get them? I mean, come on. And also, like, it's not that dean's dying it's that he's going to hell yeah i don't think that is really gonna no no sam (laughs) you're supposed to be college educated a little bit like let's let's think about that one yeah i did like the little nod to the urban legend of waking up in a bathtub of ice with a missing kidney (laughs) that was kind of funny yeah we also get more Bella backstory in a very telling, not showing way. <laughs> We're literally just told her story. Yes. Just spoke the words. Yep. <laughs> I made a deal with a yeah. demon to kill my parents. Okay. Yep. I'm like, wow, it feels like that should have perhaps been more mm-hmm. like told to us in a slightly less clunky way. And maybe over a few more episodes, but perhaps yeah. that was a writer strike issue as well. Yeah. But this is like we we get Lauren's I'm Bella's story, and this is the last time we see Lauren Cohen as Bella. Mm-hmm. Um Well, because her deals her her yeah. deals do. Her time has and come. That, yeah, and that would have been like I wish we'd had more time to see them show the the parallel of Dean and Bella both having like right. deals with the devil mm-hmm. or whatever demon has their contract well turns out it's the same one that holds dean lilith who i guess holds all contracts i guess so i appreciate lilith being a creepy little girl but also i can't unsee lilith from fraser or cheers (laughs) did you did you ever watch no no yeah it was uh i was trying to remember the actress bb newworth Oh, funny. Yeah. So I'm just picturing BB Newworth went like that's my like first like gut reaction to hearing. That's okay too. So, Both are good. Yeah. Both a small child amazing. and BB Newworth. Yes. She would have been an amazing demon on Supernatural. Yeah, that actually would have been really exciting. Yeah. Um but yeah, and this is the episode where Dean references The Walking Dead, which Lauren Cohen mm-hmm. stars in. hmm That's awesome. I think it is it's funny that somehow both of their contracts are due in the same time frame. Like, or about the same time frame. Yeah. Bella had ten years and of course Dean only gets one. 
Because he's a terrible negotiator. He really is. I mean, should have let that 14-year-old Bella handle his. Yeah, really. She got a much better deal. Still didn't work out for her because no. um, she gets, well, we, we assume, dragged to, dragged to hell. Which, I, again, not again. I don't know why I said again. But why don't we ever see her again? It's not like we don't go back to yeah. hell. Maybe is she's Lauren just like Cohen just too busy. I was gonna say maybe maybe uh, Bella is just pissed at him. Yeah. Someone is like, oh, got an appointment with Dean and Sam, and she's like, well, fuck that. I am out of here. I'm I going am... for a walk. Like we are, we visit hell a lot in later seasons, and like, to be honest, if I were her, I would not want to be in the same room as Dean either. No, no. Like not Castiel this. goes down there, and Dean's like, hey, grab this one too, and he. Bella's like, you just leave me the fuck here. Yeah. She's like, no. Hard pass. Just don't even pick me up. But yeah. When um, Rowena is queen of hell, (laughs) Bella's just like, I'm going to be on the other side now. Thank you. Shockingly, Sam's plan is not what they go with. Dean does not end up for the next ten years just replacing his organs. So weird. Yeah. I did think it, again, I don't think it was foreshadowing. I think it's just a repeat of an idea, but they lock the doctor in a coffin forever, which is mm-hmm. what um, Dean wants to do to himself in like 10 seasons when he has that thing, which I guess is just his go-to when they can't think yeah. of anything better to do is like lock it in a box. Yeah. Got to, you know, sometimes just got to take it back to basics, just back to basics in a box in the ground or in his case in the ocean. But yeah, like, Oh, they're going to do that later. But then we get to the season finale. No Time's rest up. wicked. We got what a nat- 24 hours, 30 hours to go. Yeah. Yep. Time's up. Searches on for Lilith. They um, discover her location using a divining rod, I think. Something like that. Yeah. That they've never used before. Mm-hmm. I kind of hate, I, well, I can't decide if I hate or love when shows like this do that, where they're like, hey, I've, I have this thing that we could have been using this entire time. Yeah. But we're only going to use it this once. Conveniently, we will not pull it out in the future. Conveniently, we're never going to use this magical yeah. thing that we have used before. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so they go off to New Harmony, Indiana. Um. Sam wants to summon Ruby for help, but Dean doesn't want to because Ruby is a liar, is his his reasoning. Because Dean has never told a lie. <laughs> never. Never, ever. Um, Ruby wants Sam to use his... Are they demon powers or is it like demon blood powers? What do we call those? Special children powers? Yeah. That he hasn't used all season yeah um to to try to hurt lilith so sam wants ruby ruby wants sam dean wants none of them uh sam wants the knife ruby says lilith's guard is down but we don't know why and then dean Uh, i I didn't realize it doesn't actually explain that yeah right she just says like oh uh, lilith's guard is down like mm, because she's taking a nap (laughs) is it nap time for the toddler um dean steals the knife off of ruby and locks her in a demon trap because that's always a good idea yeah why not um i love that lilith has taken her family hostage yeah and is like cake for breakfast lunch and dinner (laughs) read me the same bedtime story 30 times in other words like an actual child. Just a toddler. Demon <laughs> An actual child. Or demon or actual child, no one can tell the difference. Same difference. Yeah. Um, I also think it's interesting that now that Dean is approaching hell, he can see demon faces underneath real faces. Mm-hmm. Didn't appreciate him calling Ruby ugly. Yeah. Not necessary. But Bobby rigging holy water in the sprinklers, amazing. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Love it. But Lilith jumps out of the little girl before Dean can get there. Mm-hmm. And the hellhounds have arrived. Dun, dun, dun. 
Um, so yeah, the were there not a writer's strike, the plan was, and it, it's it's sort of predictable, like to see where they got and what they wanted to do. But mm-hmm. it, it was definitely for Sam's powers to grow throughout the last part of season three. Mm-hmm. And then Sam would stop Dean from going to hell. So he wasn't actually supposed to go to hell. He was going to be saved mm-hmm. in the season three finale, which mm-hmm. would have definitely changed the Castiel storyline. Right. And and that's, that's one reason, like, I'm kind of okay with how they did it. Because we don't... Anything for the gay angel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. We're simple creatures. Yep. So what would they have done with... I mean, so Cass was only supposed to be in like three or four episodes anyway. But he was Mm -hmm. so awesome and hot that they kept him. Yeah, well, I mean, it basically says that he he just might not have been introduced. That like, that might not have been a thing. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. And then... And, and then Supernatural would have been canceled by season yeah, six. Exactly. Because it was Kripke that said that the writer's strike basically raised the stakes because they didn't really have time to come up with a reason for Dean not to go to hell. So they were just like, well, guess mm. he's going to hell. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you got to work with this judge. You gotta, it, I mean, I think this is better. I agree. I yeah. Think it, because I think sometimes when your main characters continuously escape danger, mm-hmm. I get like we were saying earlier, it's just boring. You're just kind of like, is, okay, yeah. they, they win again. And it's it's especially nice. And I can't really attest to how much Supernatural does this, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming there's some level of like lasting impact from him being in hell. I mean, it's not, it's not like a gunshot wound <laughs> where... <laughs> The next episode, you're totally fine. It's never mentioned again. Yeah. I mean, Dean, the the one thing that that character has in spades is trauma he carries with him. Mm-hmm. How much of the other seasons have you seen? I forget. Um, I have seen until Cass goes into the water. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently timed. No mm. relation at all. <laughs> I definitely didn't go, fuck it, I'm done with this show. <laughs> definitely it not appeared at all. as though Cass, because at, at that point we didn't know he was going to come back. Mm-hmm. And Supernatural had killed enough side characters that yes. I didn't assume he was sci fi dead. Mm, okay. Yep. I mean, that's a reasonable. They, I can see. I, I, had, I, I had, had moments of doubt. I had, I, I was definitely yeah. like, oh shit. I have seen a handful of other episodes over the years that people like told me were really good, or I definitely watched some more Dean and Cass ones, but I can't remember. I probably won't remember until we get there where they fall in that, you know, nine years of show. I think Cass was enough of a side character even then that they could have gotten rid of him. I mean, mm-hmm. was what's her name? Sarah um, Gamble? Gamble hated yeah. Cass enough that she would have killed him and been okay with that. So that's fine. So one of the other things the writer strike changed around is that mystery spot was supposed to be the episode the season ended on or was very close to the end. Like mystery spot was somehow going to be how they wrapped it up. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I, I, that's a good question. I don't know, something to do with Dean dying over and over, but, mm. but yeah. And then Kripke has confirmed, like, Dean was going to be saved. He says maybe even before the season finale, but the cost was that Sam was now this fully operational dark force. Oh, okay. So it, I guess that would have been the swap off, like, uh-huh. bait and switch. Dean's okay, Sam's not. I mean, we get, we get dark Sam later. Yeah. They, they, and he says that they just like bumped some of that to season. Okay. Two. Okay. That makes sense. I actually forget some of dark Sam. Cause there's like mm-hmm. demon blood Sam. And then there's yeah. also power hungry Sam. And I f- kind of forget. Cause I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I it's mean, hard. what? <laughs> so sorry. Sam stands. We love you. Yeah. It's not you. It's us. During the hiatus, there is actually a supernatural scrapbook on the wiki 
because mm. uh, I was curious. I saw it linked, and then I was curious as to what they were doing during the hiatus. And apparently, they just did a lot of appearances. The contractual obligations tour is what it's called. <laughs> uh, yeah, they went to Australia as part of a WB press tour in like February. So Mystery Spot was the last completed script that could be shot after the strike started. Oh, okay. So it was originally yeah. it was to air before three twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you decided to change that around. Okay. All right, that makes okay. I can see that. Yeah, that's that would feel like such a weird episode to end yeah. the season on. I mean, I'm assuming it would have like the episode would have gone differently. Yeah, I liked the episode, so I, I I do like how it turned out. It's always such interesting. I love hearing writers and showrunners talk about what how their thought process of yeah of screenwriting and how they made the show happen because I think a lot of people think that a show happens sequentially yeah and that, like you just you write an episode you write an episode you write an episode and it just goes in order and that you do it all at once like no <laughs> not at all yeah um and like you know you'll start writing a show in the summer and you'll get you know six seven scripts written and then you'll start filming and now you're racing the clock to write the rest of the scripts before filming catches up and you'll the network you can like air things out of order and then people will get mad, but you've just things happen and you change yeah. things and shit happens. It's not pretty. It's not, it doesn't always make sense. It's not a book, you know, you don't have complete control over it. Uh, yeah. Especially when your show is on a network like CW. Yeah, exactly. And that happens to every show. It's not, mm-hmm. Like, well, what happened to Supernatural? Like, same thing that happens to every goddamn show. Yeah. Speaking of CW, though, because of the writer strike, CW made its earliest renewals announcements ever that year, and Supernatural was, like, the first one it renewed. Hmm. Okay. I guess they were just, like, desperate to be like, no, we promise we will have TV. Mm-hmm. So uh, the trivia on the thing says that um had an average of 2.74 million viewers. And a 1.0 rating. And honestly, I have never understood ratings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you think about, you know, this is still on the time before DVRs and this is still before streaming mm-hmm. and you had to watch it when it came out, which is maybe when ratings were more important, but it's a genre show. It's a CW show. I think this is maybe before it started changing dates and times, but Supernatural has aired on every day of the week throughout its Oh wow! I right, didn't I, know that. I, th- wow. I think it has. I think it has at one point aired on every day of the week. At this point, uh-huh. apparently, no rest for the wicked is the most watched season finale of the entire series. Now, I don't know if that is huh. updated information surely, for the finale finale. Yeah, surely the actual finale got more. I don't know. Or the the Spanish airing. <laughs> yes. Of- the Spanish dub. Yes. Shocking upset in ratings there. <laughs> YouTube clip has now been streamed more times. Exactly. Exactly. So any, you know, so we have some thoughts on, which we've been expounding upon this entire three and a half hour episode. We have kind of two major characters who are throughout this entire season, Bella and Ruby. Ruby 1.0. What do you think of them i they just make me kind of sad because i think that we should have had more of both and i did read that lauren was given a lot of like martial arts and combat training Hmm. that she never used on the show so like i'm assuming there were plans for their like plans there for her i think you're right in that she may have had a a love interest arc in the works that was cut short. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I liked, I liked both of the actresses. Um, I feel like we didn't really get enough of the characters outside of the lens of Dean hating them. Yeah. He really fucking hated them. Some, some redemption in those arcs would have been mm-hmm. nice, even though they didn't really need to be redeemed just in Dean's eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like that, that is one of the things that makes it so shitty to watch though, because it's not like Dean hits a point where he's like, oh, wow, I see now what, you know, 
that that the world exists outside of my perspective. No, he just hates the women and keeps hating the women. Mm-hmm. Like he very much would have, like you said, if CW would let them just like randomly kill a human woman on network television. I, yeah. I do feel like they would have done that with Dean and Bella. At one like, point, Bella says that Sam and Dean are like a stone's throw from being serial killers, and she's yeah. not that wrong. He's not wrong at all. Mm. And Especially he, when you consider most of the demons are inhabiting human bodies. Yeah. Like, exactly. They don't hesitate to. No, choose. and and in the second season, they learn from mm, Bobby, maybe, or someone that, um, you know, the the meat suits, mm-hmm. right? If the demon leaves and the body is still okay, that yeah. person is fine. Like not, not after Dean and Sam. Not after Dean and Sam get rid of, like, so if they just exercise them with caution, that person is potentially okay, but not the way they're treated by Dean and Sam. Yep. And then, you know, there's Ruby. And it's, you know, it's not easy to tell <clears throat> if if she likes Sam as a person, you know, like, mm-hmm. if she's in it for her own reasons, if she's trying to get something, like, that's fine. She's a character. We're yeah. supposed to kind of go along with it. But I mean, yeah, being in wow. it for her own reasons is fine. how I feel like it should be done. Mm-hmm. But we do not need 16 episodes of her being called a bitch whore and no. a skank. No, we don't. Like, Jesus. And she remember. I mean, there is something slightly different about her in that she remembers being human. Yeah. And that's cool. That's a nice twist on um, a demon. Like, even that is kind of wasted because Dean and Sam aren't going to overlook the demon part. No, exactly. Enough. Yeah. I wish, yeah, you're right, that we should have explored that more. And I, I wish she had. Maybe if it was a man, they would have. Uh, yeah. Maybe they'd have talked to her. Because she's a woman, she's either to be fucked or to be yep. slandered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or both. Or both, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sam has that random sex dream about Bella. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Surprised that wasn't Dean, actually. Get a little hate yeah. romance in there. Um, yeah. So those are our kind of, you know, we have Bobby. Um, we have Gordon. But they really, they don't get a ton of screen time. Bella mm-hmm. and Ruby are kind of our key yeah. extras um, this season. And, and I would love to appreciate that they are women, even if they are both wh- white women. But... It's uh, mm. kind of hard to. And it is a shame that Bella is gone. Yeah. And doesn't yeah, get to return. I, Everyone else returns. I would have loved to have seen Bella come back. Mm-hmm. Lauren. Yeah. Where are you? We're cooler than zombies. Cooler than zombies. Um, yeah, our, our, our big bads are demons and changelings, witches, zombies, kind of our, our run of the mill. Kids. Um, <laughs> normal children. average kids who want cake. Yep. And just children. Yep. Yeah. I find children terrifying. So none of that was, uh, surprising to me. Um, there was some new addition to the lore. We have a hand of glory. Um, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, we had a uh, hand of glory. We had Krampus or evil Santa. Mm-hmm. We had some pagan lore pop up mystery spots. I think was the first time we heard about those Yeah. Uh, where people go missing. And then a death echo in the episode with um, the ghost facers. Yeah. Which is a kind of a cool idea. I, I like the, the death echo concept. I did too. And I just don't remember it coming up again, but maybe it will. It's like, they're not dangerous. They're just stuck in a loop, which is yeah. always so sad of a concept to me for ghosts. 
when they're looping. Just want to help them out of their loop. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the, the big bads in the lore um, that popped up this season. Yeah. And my... I, I did make a quick little list of, like, favorite things, just in general. I like that there was a gay character, even if he died. Yep. Right away. Yes. <laughs> uh, I like Rufus. Like, I appreciate their network of hunters that are, like, solidly on their side. Well, mm-hmm. not their side, but, like, in terms of as opposed to morally ambiguous demon mm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> yep but yeah i don't know there this was just not my favorite season mm-hmm. i'm i'm excited to get into season four for no particular reason none at all none reason i do suspect it will take us less time between episodes yes <laughs> now <laughs> yep like, actually, we're going to wrap this up and so I can get watching. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to I mean, if, if I start now. If I start yeah. now, we can get the next episode out tomorrow. Yeah. Catch us tomorrow with all new episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, it's it's not my favorite. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. I I think that... The writer's strike I, is never their fault. Yeah. You always have I, to give... I think up. I would have had a less favorable opinion of it without the writer's strike. True. Because I like the Dean being in hell thing. Yes. That sort of fits in with make it hurt. <laughs> make it hurt. Yes, exactly. Consequences for those actions. Yes, I love, I wrote down somewhere in here that, like, one of the great joys of the season is that he actually goes to hell. Yeah, it really um, is. Like, mm-hmm. it makes it feel like everything he's doing to, like, emotionally prepare isn't entirely, like, even if he doesn't stay there, it's not entirely mm-hmm. for nothing. Yep. Yep. And it also means that they don't always win. Mm-hmm. That you can't just make a deal with a crossroads demon and like get away with it. Now they do later in later seasons. It's like they fucking get away with everything at this stage in their life. Don't just get away with everything. I mean, he escapes, but he, yes, he he does at least have some, I don't know. Yeah. Some, some trauma. He carries away from it. He does. He escapes through the power of gay love, but I mean, no, that's not what happens. <laughs> Don't sue us. Yeah. Kripke. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly gay. Allegedly love. <laughs> Bromosexual. No bromo. Yeah. <laughs> we would never imply. Yeah. So that is um that is season three of supernatural it is short it is not terribly sweet and um the a winchesters little a, little, a little salty um and the winchesters need to start treating women a hell of a lot better yes they don't spoiler alert <sighs> but they do get a new friend <laughs> husband yes. friend friend it's, it's only a friend for now. Um, for now. Um, any last thoughts? No, I think I'm I'm thought it out. Um, the flannelometer is inching up, but we're still heavily into plaids and yeah. t-shirts over or like button downs over just plain shirts. So we haven't really reached peak supernatural outfits. Still a lot of leather jackets. It's not quite there, but we're keeping an eye on it. So yeah, so thank you for listening to episode three, season three. If you want to check out our sister pod, Glee on the Rocks, you can find us there anywhere on the internet at Glee on the Rocks. And we have a Patreon if you want to support this pod and that pod at patreon.com slash Glee on the Rocks. And most importantly, this podcast 
which is also that podcast, but we mm-hmm. are going to be doing Gish 2022, which we have never done before. Um, but we're going to do it. And we have already signed up. And, and people can join us. Yeah. Turns out you can join our team. We don't know how it works yet because we're noobs. Yes. Um, but In fact, if you know how it works, tell <laughs> us how it works. You might have to tell us yes. how it works. But um, we have a post on our Instagram at SPN on the rocks. Um, we have a referral code in the post. I don't know that that helps you join our team, but if you need a referral code, it's there. We're not totally sure how that works. Um, I think the teaming happens later, I think, but regardless, we're excited to do it. We don't know any, we don't know what we're going to be doing, but we're going to have fun. Um, we are not in it to win it. We are in it to have fun. Yes. So sign up, join our team when it's time and we're going to, going to rock it. Um, any other notes? Any other point of orders? I think that's all. Oh, get vaccinated. God damn it. Uh, yes, please get vaccinated. If you need information on how to do that, just let us know. If you need money for an Uber there, yeah. just let us know. Yeah, we can help. We'll help you with that as well. Um, if you need to sneak out because your parents are weird about it, let us know. We'll help you there too. I don't know how, but we will. <laughs> we'll turn yeah. the lights on or something. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Um, cool. So we will see you next time for episode four, season four, and the arrival of the big gay angel. You've been listening to Supernatural on the Rocks, a podcast by OTR Productions. A huge thank you to our sound editor, Adriana, and our podcasts, who secretly run the show. For more episodes, download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and more at SPN on the rocks. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash glee on the rocks. Subscribers get ad-free episodes, exclusive mini episodes, deep diving into the fandom, salty opinions, and more. So until next time, this has been the road that was. Mm-hmm.